As the rector of St Bride's Church, Fleet Street, may I welcome you very warmly to this service. It's wonderful that so many of you are able to join our online services, which combine archive recordings of our choir and congregation with newly recorded readings, prayers and sermons. For this reason, we shall continue to broadcast these services each Sunday, even though we've now resumed our 11am choral Eucharist in St Bride's itself. Not all of you are able to join us in person for reasons of distance or because you need to take particular care of your health, but we know that you are very much with us in spirit. May the light and hope of Christ be with us all as our worship begins. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. Lord be with you. And with you. 
It is a great delight to welcome you to St. Bride's to our choral Eucharist on this, the 16th Sunday after Trinity. Wherever you are in the world and however you are listening to us, we hope that you will feel that you are very much part of the St. Bride's family. We begin with our opening prayer. Let us pray. Almighty God, to whom all hearts are open, all desires known, and from whom no secrets are hidden, cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name through Christ our Lord. Amen. God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, Jesus Christ, to save us from our sins, to be our advocate in heaven, and to bring us to eternal life. Let us confess our sins in penitence and faith, firmly resolved to keep God's commandments and to live in love and peace with all. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, we have sinned against you and against our neighbour in thought and word and deed, through negligence, through weakness, through our own deliberate fault. We are truly sorry and repent of all our sins. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, who died for us, forgive us all that is past and grant that we may serve you in newness of life. To the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, who forgives all who truly repent, have mercy upon you. Pardon and deliver you from all your sins. Confirm and strengthen you in all goodness, and keep you in life eternal, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
Lord, we beseech you mercifully to hear the prayer of your people who call upon you and grant that they may both perceive and know what things they ought to do and also may have grace and power faithfully to fulfill them. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Old Testament reading is taken from the book of Exodus, chapter 17, beginning at the first verse. From the wilderness of sin, the whole congregation of the Israelites journeyed by stages, as the Lord commanded. They camped at Rephidim, but there was no water for the people to drink. The people quarrelled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water, and the people complained against Moses and said, Why did you bring us out of Egypt to kill us and our children and livestock with thirst? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. The Lord said to Moses, Go on ahead of the people and take some of the elders of Israel with you. Take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile and go. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock at Horeb. Strike the rock and water will come out of it so that the people may drink. Moses did so and in the sight of the elders of Israel. He called the place Massah and Meribah because the Israelites quarrelled and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
The epistle is taken from Paul's letter to the Philippians, chapter 2, beginning at the first verse. If then there is any encouragement in Christ, any consolation from love, any sharing in the Spirit, any compassion and sympathy, make my joy complete. Be of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility regard others as better than yourselves. Let each of you look not to your own interests, but to the interests of others. Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And, being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God also highly exalted him and gave him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bend in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, my beloved, just as you have always obeyed me, not only in my presence, but much more now in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you, enabling you both to will and to work for his good pleasure. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. Glory, Lord, Lord. 
when Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him as he was teaching and said, by what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? Jesus said to them, I will also ask you one question, and if you tell me the answer, then I will also tell you by what authority I do these things. Did the baptism of John come from heaven, or was it of human origin? And they argued with one another. If we say, from heaven, he will say to us, why then did you not believe him? But if we say, of human origin, we are afraid of the crowd, for all regard John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we do not know. And he said to them, neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing these things. What do you think? A man had two sons. He went to the first and said, son, go and work in the vineyard today. He answered, I will not. But later he changed his mind and went. The father went to the second and said the same. And he answered, I go, sir. But he did not go. Which of the two did the will of his father? They said, the first. Jesus said to them, truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of God ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him. But the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. This is the Gospel of the Lord. May I speak in the name of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Amen. Jesus is in conversation with the chief priests and elders of the people. These are the most religious people of his day. And he ends by saying to them, Truly I tell you, the tax collectors and the prostitutes are going into the kingdom of heaven ahead of you. For John came to you in the way of righteousness, and you did not believe him, but the tax collectors and the prostitutes believed him. And even after you saw it, you did not change your minds and believe him. There was a club for those who ostensibly kept the rules. Everyone else could see that the members of this club regularly went to worship and often made their sacrifices, their offerings to God. If other people whom they did not consider to be part of the club tried to join in, then at worst they would be told they couldn't join in because they weren't good enough. At best, they would be cold-shouldered. Does this sound familiar? There are many people who would say that the church of today is not so different. And now here is this man Jesus, whom some people are saying is the Messiah, the one whom the scholars had promised would come to liberate them from the hands of those who were politically oppressing them, 
from the Romans. But this is a man who has supper with tax collectors and prostitutes, the very people the priests and the elders despise the most and they think are the most on the outside. What does Jesus say when they point this out to him? Well, in an earlier similar encounter, his response was, those who are well have no need of a physician. In other words, he's saying, I haven't come for you. That's outrageous. We're the ones, the religious ones, we're the ones who've been waiting for you, preparing for you. He says, I've come for the people whom you consider to be outsiders. No wonder they hate him. When there are strong emotions like this around, when you peel back what's happening, you nearly always come to fear. The groups of people whom we want to write off are often those who challenge us the most at a very deep level. And we keep them away at a distance so that we will be safe, so that our fear will not be exposed. The religious people here thought that if they mixed with sinners, then they would be corrupted by them. Why would that happen? unless these religious people were themselves weak and likely to be tempted and likely to be corrupted. Why would this happen unless these religious people have a problem that they won't face up to? I saw quite an extreme version of this when I lived and worked in Bulsall Heath in Birmingham. A vigilante group of local men patrolled the streets to keep the streets clear of prostitutes and much of this was done by intimidation. But the girls recognised many of those same men. What was going on here? Men who could not trust themselves and who could not face up to their weaknesses were projecting those weaknesses onto the girls. They made the girls to be the problem because they were afraid to acknowledge, to face up to the weaknesses within themselves. There's only one group of people whom Jesus condemns. It's not the poor, it's not the rich. It's not the non-religious, it's not the faithful, it's the hypocrites. Those whose religious beliefs blind them, not only to the needs of others, but also to what is really going on inside of themselves, their fears, their weaknesses, their need of God's healing and help. I desire mercy, 
not sacrifice, says Jesus. Sacrifice is something that's holy between me and God. And if I may say, it's often in danger of being between me and my God, because it can engender that attitude, me and my God. The word mercy here is often translated by scholars as loving kindness. Loving kindness is about an attitude to others. It's about generous love. It's about acceptance of others. The key to religious faith, says Jesus, is to discover for yourself that loving kindness of God and to let that loving kindness transform you. The priests and elders in our gospel passage have not found the loving kindness of God. Theirs is a religion of duty, of separateness. Theirs is a religion which cannot open itself to the dynamic forgiving love of God because they're afraid of what opening themselves up might expose. And so by their religious systems, by their exclusive attitudes, they also prevent others from discovering that forgiving, loving kindness. I desire mercy, loving kindness, not sacrifice. For those who have experienced in their hearts and lives that limitless loving kindness of God, then that limitless loving kindness of God must become infectious. What matters to God is not our narrow relationship with him, but how our relationship spills over to others. As individuals, as those who are members of the Church of St. Brides in Fleet Street, those of you who are members of other churches, do we want to follow the way of the religious or the way of Jesus? If our response is Jesus, then listen and take heed of his words. Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Go and learn what this means. I desire mercy, loving kindness, not sacrifice. For I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners. Amen. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, 
of all that he has seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray. Holy Lord, in you is life and life eternal. You give us freedom to turn to you or turn away from you. You do not compel us to love you, but invite us to know you and your love. Help us in our desire to know you and be more faithful to you, blessed God, forever. Holy Lord, we pray for the Church throughout the world, especially for the Christian communities in Sudan, facing increased oppression and persecution. For this diocese and Sarah, our bishop, and for the mission and work of the church army. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Lord, we give you thanks for the gift of power you have given to peoples and nations. May we use our powers to your glory and the benefit of others. Deal graciously with those who suffer from misuse of power or who are oppressed. And those who make perilous journeys, seeking refuge in safer places. We commend to you, Holy Lord, the work of the United Nations, the World Health Organization and other agencies. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Lord, you are our Redeemer and are with us in our troubles. Be with those whose lives are endangered or who are fearful or anxious. We pray for those who are ill or who have asked for our prayers. For those who continue to suffer long-term health issues from COVID-19. And we give thanks for those who minister to them and support them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Holy Lord, be with those who have died or who are close to death. When death separates us from those we love and we find it hard to live without them, take from us all bitterness and resentment 
and help us to remember that death has no powers at all over the peace you give and the love we shared with our departed loved ones goes beyond the grave. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Holy Lord, we also beseech you to bless and prosper your work in this parish. We give thanks for the work of Alison and Jeff, and for those who have facilitated our worship over the past six months. Unite us, a global congregation, one with another in love, and teach us to worship you in spirit and in truth. Be pleased to use our endeavours to extend your kingdom in the hearts and homes of our people, and so visit us with your salvation. As we say together, Merciful Father, Accept these prayers for the sake of thy Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen. We stand for the peace. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation. Through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. The Lord be with you. right it is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise holy father heavenly king almighty and eternal god through jesus christ your son our lord for he is your living word through him you have created all things from the beginning and formed us in your own image through him you have freed us from the slavery of sin, giving him to be born of a woman and to die upon the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand on high. Through him you have sent upon us your holy and life-giving spirit and made us a people for your own possession. Therefore, with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and singing. Accept our praises, Heavenly Father, through your Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. And as we follow his example and obey his command, grant that by the power of your Holy Spirit, these gifts of bread and wine may be to us his body and his blood. <laughs> 
who in the same night that he was betrayed took bread and gave you thanks. He broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this as often as you drink it, in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of his kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ, your Son, our Lord. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, through whom and with whom and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, with all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honor and glory and power be yours forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray with confidence as our Savior has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. We break this bread to share in the body of Christ. Though we are many, we are one body, because we all share in one bread. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which he gave for you, and his blood, which he shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that he died for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. We do not presume to come to this your table, merciful Lord, trusting in our own righteousness, but in your manifold and great mercy. We are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs under your table, but you are the same Lord, whose nature is always to have mercy. Grant us therefore, gracious Lord, so to eat the flesh of your dear Son, Jesus Christ, and to drink his blood, that our sinful bodies may be made clean by his body, 
and our souls washed through his most precious blood, and that we may evermore dwell in him, and he in us. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you have taught us through your Son that love is the fulfilling of the law. Grant that we may love you with our whole heart and our neighbours as ourselves. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty God, we thank you for feeding us with the body and blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him we offer you our souls and bodies to be a living sacrifice. Send us out in the power of your spirit to live and work to your praise and glory. Amen.
The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ.